Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Liberland Show. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell, and today we are joined by Carlo Canard. I actually just realized I pronounced your name before we went live, and then I'm like, okay, <laughs> now I get to hear what Kynard, Canard, let's get the proper pronunciation from me. What is it? Carlo <laughs> Kynard. It's a tricky one for non-Germans. <laughs> okay, yes. So clearly he's German, and clearly I just messed up the uh, the intro, but we're going to rally and make this a good one, guys. So anyways, Carlo, um, it has been a privilege getting to know you. I have gotten to know you simply as Carlo. Um, you're a citizenship coordinator for Lieberland, like Cameron, who we just had on the show. Uh, Cameron had an awesome episode, and now I'm sure you, you kind of got to watch him go. And from what I understand, you guys are roommates in Belgrade, and just the whole story of how you guys met and started hanging out together. and on your journey of freedom is really cool. So we're gonna dive into that. But before I go any further, I'd just like to flip it over to you, say, hello, how are you doing today? And, and what are you looking forward to talking about today on, on our interview? Hello, uh, nice to meet Nice to be here, nice to meet you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. And I love your show as well as the Liberland show, as well as the personal show you're doing. And Thank an you. honor to, to meet you as well. Yeah, okay, nice, you did your homework. Um, yeah, you guys can, can quick plug, you can check out my other show, dream chasers dash or hyphen dream chasers dash ix.com. I uh, got a lot of fun stuff over there as well. So, um, yeah, Carlo getting to know him. He's been on a lot of our international calls that we've been having since floating man. It seems like that was when he first got introduced to the Liberland circle. Maybe he knew a little bit about Liberland before then, but really everything seemed to have changed for him since he, went to floating man and uh cameron who was just on episode 73 is his roommate in belgrade and i guess the story goes something like this they both didn't know who each other were before floating man they had a moment where they said to each other did we just become best friends it's like yeah okay do you want to move to belgrade yeah <laughs> and that, that seems like that's what happened so tell us a little bit about your liberland story how'd you first find out about liberland and um, yeah, your now your friendship with Cameron, who was just on the show. Yeah, thanks. Um, honestly, I, I'm, I almost feel a little bit ashamed to say that uh, I know about Liberland since 2016, when I heard Vidjelicka presenting it at the German Party of Reason conference, where I've been. And I thought, okay, it's very sounds very interesting, and I kind of followed it a little bit, but uh, lost it out of sight. And then uh, within the last two years, I thought, okay, what's going on with Liberland? Seeing where the world's going, I became more interested again. And then I probably Jeff Berwick or someone mentioned the Floating Man Festival, and I thought, okay. I want to go there. I, I can't miss that one. And so I asked a few friends if they want to come with me there. And nobody seemed to be too interested to, to drive two days in a car to, to Serbia or to Liberland. And I said, OK, I'm not going to wait for anyone else. I just got to go where I got to go. And so I yeah, packed my stuff and went to the Floating Man, which was the one of the best decisions in my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's um, it's cool that you kind of found out through Lib found out a little bit more about Liberland through Jeff Berwick. We've had him here on the show before, and um, he's someone who, over the years, I've 
you know, gravitated towards a lot of his content because, in my opinion, he's speaking a lot of truth that you can't find anywhere else. Uh, but he's also shedding light on projects in countries like Liberland that if you um, are, you know, someone who truly, you know, go look up the true definition of freedom. If you're someone who really prioritizes true freedom and sovereignty, then um, his content and then everything else definitely that we have going on here at Liberland is a, um, an echo of that. So when did the light bulb come on for you? I think you said 2016, you started realizing like, hmm, maybe the environment I'm living in isn't, isn't necessarily as, uh, as free as I would like it to be. And then obviously 2020 was a year where lots of rules and restrictions that didn't exist before got put into place. Um, and it seems like there's no slowing down from that right now. So for you, were you always someone who was freedom focused and freedom driven? Or did you have a moment in your life where you threw away, you know, an old way of thinking that you have to become who you are now? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, my red pilling started earlier than 2016. Um, I think it started when I was in school. I started thinking about why are all these wars happening and why all this corruption and all that stuff. And I started with looking into wars and I found out that many of the reasons they give us for wars are just BS. <laughs> it's almost all the time about something very different. And from there, I noticed, okay, money seems to be an important factor with that. And so I came to, to the Austrian school and the Austrian oh, wow. school led me to libertarian ideas. Okay. And of course, if you're a libertarian, sooner or later, you'll find out about Liberland. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you had some exposure to the Austrian school of economics, which um, that's also cool because I don't know if I've actually met that many people from that part of the world that got a chance to study over there like austrian economics is definitely um a way of a way of looking at the economy that has spread all over the world but you always hear austrian economics austrian economics so you actually went to um well what university or school would it be there that you got an opportunity to study at well, I just looked into it uh, privately uh, my, my uh, professional background is in analytical chemistry but I'm, I, I like to describe myself as uh, interested in pretty much everything except sports. <laughs> and yeah, I went pretty hardcore on my own in studying Austrian economics at home. I started reading lots of books from Rothbard to Mises to Hoppe to... Uh, oh, I still have to get to Hayek. But yeah, I... What was the, uh, so those are some fantastic authors you just referenced there. Um, if you had to pick one book that you would recommend to somebody to read who, someone who hasn't been exposed to this way of thinking, what's like the number one book that you would recommend? If it's like uh, to, to anybody, um, I think Mises is, is a little too, too rough to, to just give anyone, most of his uh, work is very academic. I would say probably Hans-Hermann Hoppe. And I think the, either democracy, the God that failed, or a short history of mankind or a short history of man, uh, rise and decline should be the English title. Okay. Either one of those two. So was it authored in, in uh, German first? I read, it, read them in German, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Um, nice. And then your background is in, you said analytical chemistry. So I believe that's a first. I'm sure we've got some other scientists and chemists out there in the Lieberland sphere. That's um, from my time in school, I would imagine that it wasn't that easy getting through school either. You probably had to learn a lot. And it's just, uh, it's one of those jobs that shouldn't be taken lightly. So what did you learn in, in your world of chemistry that you've been able to bring over to what you're doing in Lieberland? That's a tough question. Pressure on you. <laughs> First of all, I would definitely say the way they teach chemistry in school is uh, could could be better. It's a lot of content just to memorize it. And honestly, I didn't like chemistry in school that much, but there was something to it I, which I thought, okay, I, I'm just fired up. I just want to know more about like green and blue fire and all that stuff. Uh, and so I started or started studying it and yeah, never regret it. What did you learn about green, 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 green fire? Like, um, uh, how, how do you call it in English? Uh, like flame coloring, for example, you can, you can essentially see that every, every New Year's Eve stuff like they do on, on the sky. It's all, all those chemistry experiments or pharaoh snake for people who are interested can look it up. And with regards to Liberland, I think, or in, in, in more general terms, which it would include Liberland, is uh, it helps you to to think in in more terms of uh, system analysis and look how things work together or could work better together and evaluate how, how processes are going, which if we look at the world from a libertarian point of view, there's a lot of room for improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, man, it's it's always just so helpful um, looking at the big picture of what we've got going on at Lieberland to have someone like you not only say, hey, you know, I want to get involved, but actually do it and take massive action with your life to be in a position to help serve the future of the country. And that's kind of tied to what you're doing now, which is um, similar to Cameron. You're also a coordinator of citizenship. Um, it's a role that we've needed for a while and not not just needed, but someone who will actually show up and respond to emails and make things happen. And it seems like you guys are are doing a really good job with that. I want to, again, encourage everyone to go back and check out Cameron's interview after this one, if you can. But um, tell us a little bit about what your you know, kind of day-to-day -day life looks like in serving Lieberland and uh, some of the cool, maybe some of the victories or cool things that have happened since you started working on the citizenship project. I think my, my main answer would be the same or something along those lines, which Cameron also said is just the way or the the... the quality of people I'm meeting when I have these calls is just amazing. I remember my last call with a guy, it was just, we were uh, on the same page on every topic and uh, so, so impressive. And it gives you the energy to, to keep going with, with everything from working for Liberty and working for Liberland. And cause a lot of times libertarians feel more alone among a lot of status and if you meet someone who's it's the same with when I met Cameron uh, we, we were driving in the car from from Lieberland to Belgrade we were talking 
two two and a half hours uh, nonstop. And at one point, I, I I said to him like, "Can we disagree on something?" <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, and yeah, that's the, the greatest experience. Like the the people you're meeting. That's the same. What what really caught, uh, got me on fire at the Floating Man Festival. All those great meet people I met, the great conversations, uh, awesome. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to Floating Man 2022. Wow, it sounds crazy to say that, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. And also, by the way, thank you. I know you and and um, Cameron and Enos, you guys are all playing a role in making sure that our events run smoothly. You know, hey, and by the way, if you're an event manager coordinator, again, if you're someone who's got some skills and some energy you want to donate to the future of Lieberland. I don't know how else to put it besides, you know, approach it from the mindset of volunteer work, and then you never know what can happen. I mean, if you're coming in with a heart and a willingness and a, and a readiness to serve, then, you know, your energy is is needed. Um, and I want to tie that back to what I was about to say, which is Carlo is doing a great job um, making sure that we we have his a, a special of a eighth anniversary wait no eighth no seventh seventh anniversary is the one that's coming up <laughs> having um as good of a seventh anniversary as we possibly can have and he's also getting everyone prepared for uh, floating men in 2022 so um just thank you for that and then yeah you know being in an environment like Lieberland, if you are someone who resonates with any of the points or views that carlo has shared so far um and if you're already a Lieberlander, you know this it's an environment where you really can kind of come and, and talk to people uh, without being judged. Um, my big takeaway was this was at a Narcopulco that I went to, but similar environment. And uh, I was wearing my taxation is theft t-shirt. I've never gotten so many high fives in my life. <laughs> I was like, nice. These are my people. So um, yeah, to validate what you're saying, it's a, it's a community of, uh, liberty focused individuals and if you feel like it's been your life calling to free the world from what's going on right now i think you're in the right place so um yeah i'm trying to think what, what my next question for you would be I, I i can say like i can definitely relate to that because i'm also one who's always wearing liberal uh, libertarian shirts like taxation is theft uh, or the, the only true human right it's the right to be left alone from Roland Bader. And a lot of people were like, oh, I love your shirts. And, and when, when I, one, one day I just wore a white shirt and they were like, hey, why not only a white shirt? Like you're the shirt guy. <laughs> the only human right is, is the right to be left alone. I haven't, I feel like I maybe have heard that one, but that resonates with me a lot right now. That's a good one. You have that on a t-shirt? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, I'll drop a link here in the comments for anyone who's with us live. Uh, I've got some freedom focused merch on my, on my personal website, and I might have to get a t-shirt that has that, that quote on there now. <laughs> um, cool. Well, let's learn a little bit more about you, Carlo. Um, what area specifically did you, did you grow up in? And, um, you know, what is, what is life like there compared to the, the world that you're living in now? Um, I'm coming from the southwest of, uh, of Germany, mm -hmm. close to Stuttgart, if people know that city. And from what I'm hearing, it's getting worse right now in, in Germany. It's probably some people heard about Austria. It's a little better still in Germany from what I heard, but they're going the same way with the restrictions and, and vaccination passports and so on. 
And it's my life has become way better since I left Germany <laughs> in that regard. Like there are some some restrictions in in Serbia, but it's almost you can almost not. It's almost impossible to notice, except from if you go to the store. Some people are wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. I got to get to Serbia too. I know we're uh, we're gonna be making a trip to Florida here in the near future, and I'm in Canada now. You know that. I think uh, Cameron mm. and I talked about it. And if you love if you love freedom, guys, and you're Canadian, I think you got to find a way to get out of this country in the long run because it is not looking good at all. And I kind of just leave it at that for now before I go on a, <laughs> a per like a personal feelings rant but um yeah so serbia that's good to know i know cameron kind of talked about it a little bit um what about the other have you guys been able to do any traveling to the other countries in the area uh not yet i'm planning to go to montenegro maybe in the next week or so mm -hmm. i still have to to look for a hotel but i thought uh, since it's also getting more and more cold here in in belgrade we're having around five degrees c right now so uh, i thought okay why not spend a week in in montenegro at the mediterranean ocean where it's still at least 15 degrees and it's also a country i always wanted to visit but uh, didn't get to so maybe i'm gonna might do as that well, might as well. i would do it and then what uh are you and carla or uh cameron um i guess i never even asked him on his interview but are you what else are you guys working on outside of citizenship for Liberland, um, you know, what other sources of uh, income or side hustle? What are you guys doing? Um, sources of income right now is just my savings, honestly. And we are also on, on the side. We are helping a friend, another great guy. We met at the Floating Man Festival. Okay. And he's building up a sort of school, you could say, here in Belgrade which is about consciousness development and explaining people the structure of your consciousness and of re the reality around you. Okay. It's nice. I didn't know that. So I guess you and I got to talk because if you have some free time, I might have some other opportunities for you. <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, that's good to know. And then the best way, so really, could you actually, uh, for our, again, for our listeners and viewers, run them through, what does it look like when they reach out to you in regards to citizenship for Liberland? Um, usually just setting up a, a Zoom call and then just talk about uh, if they have any questions, just ask me. And like if people want to contact me, it's just uh, it's carlo at liberland.org. I'm going to put that in there in the comments. Carlo at Liberland.org, guys, so you can reach out to Carlo if you have uh, interest in becoming a citizen of Liberland, right? That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Carlo at Liberland.org. There you go. And I forgot I said I was going to, I got to go grab that uh, <laughs> that t-shirt reference. So my favorite t-shirt, not to get too far off topic, uh, that has um, some powerful words on it, says... Uh, in bold, it says government equals mind control. And I actually got this one from Jeff Berwick. I don't know if you ever heard him say it before. Mm -hmm. But if you literally break down the word government into its Latin roots, it actually yeah. means mind control. 
<laughs> like it actually means mind control and people just say oh yeah like no one no one cares no one says anything <laughs> yeah except for us yeah. so hopefully yeah. this t-shirt will open some eyes i'm putting that in the comments there if anyone wants to grab it go get it um actually we have a new discount code too if you put the discount code vip 2022 you can get 30 percent off on that one so <laughs> um carl this has been a lot of fun we're coming down to the end of our time here, but I definitely want to just maximize this as much as we can. So let me let me cook up a good, good deep question for you here. Um, so say somebody is listening to this interview for the it's their first time getting exposed to anything Liberland. Um, you know, if it were you, or how would you explain Liberland to someone uh, in less than two minutes? <laughs> How can you explain something like that? And it's tough because I get asked all the time, what is yeah. Liberland? And I'm like, dang, I wish I had an answer for this. So I'm going to take the answer that I get from you now and send it to people moving forward. Thank you for doing the hard work. <laughs> I, will, I will try to, to put it like that. Um, a lot of people, whether they are truly awake or just starting to realize something's wrong, notice that the world's going in a wrong direction with regards to freedom and with regards to wealth, to opportunities. And Liberland is a great place to give all those people and this energy and this love for freedom and this love for truth, a platform to get together, to get to know each other and to do something practical in, in the real world instead of a lot, yeah instead of a lot of those things tend to be just very theoretical and they never get to the point. And Liberland is something which is actually manifesting in reality. Fantastic answer. I seriously think I will steal that soundbite from you now. And anytime someone asks me what's Liberland, I say, just go to the 23 minute mark and listen to Carlo. Um, so thank you. And I just realized you're right. I did totally mess up your name at the beginning. So I don't want to make sure I get it perfectly right here. It's Kynrad. Yeah. Good. Perfect. I was saying kind art. Have people said that before? Kind art the way I did? Yeah, it's, okay. it's getting butchered by English speaking people a lot, but that's fine. Yeah. And maybe maybe just to, to finish that up, because I promised Cameron to uh, to hold you accountable to that. We want to see you DJing at the Floating Man <laughs> Festival 2022. That's right. That's right. Thank you for the positive peer pressure. Um, I will be there ready to perform. I don't know if I'm going to out, out DJ uh, Tom Walls. He's been doing it for a while. He's got some skills, but um, yeah, thank you for, for reminding me in, in the, the positive peer pressure. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, we were joined today by a coordinator for Liberland citizenship. There's two of them, right? We just had Cameron on the show last. So again, go back and check that one out. We were joined today by Carlo Kynrad, um, who also you can reach out to him at Carlo at liberland.org. If you have any questions about becoming a citizen for the great country of Liberland, don't hesitate, reach out. Um, that's all the time we have. Carlo, any final parting words before we get out of here? I'm just a, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I, I love your work. And uh, I, may, I forgot to mention that before when I was, um, Sometimes my English is failing me. It's okay. Um, I also love the way you're you're moderating the weekly calls. I think you're doing a very great job, and 
thumbs up for that. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And on that note too, guys, um, if you do reach out to Carlo and you want to maybe get involved on the weekly international calls that we do, they're a lot of fun. It's a great way. Uh, my biggest takeaway from those calls is <clears throat> every week you get an honest pulse on what the world is like. And during a time where people aren't traveling as much, you can get really caught up in your little hole. Um, you can get really caught up in everything that you're seeing only on TV, social media, whatever, to every week be able to plug into worldviews from all over the globe. It's unmatched. So if you want to get involved on those calls in Lieberland, again, <laughs> hit up Carlo. We got his email right here and hope to see you guys all on the inside. I'm your host of the Lieberland show. Adam J. Carswell, thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, we will catch you in the next episode. Thanks.